0: Good day, viewers and listeners. I am your host, Big Law, Lawrence Johnson, and welcome to the Locked On Virginia Cavaliers Podcast, the first place to come to get your Wahoo fix every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. The date is 10-10-2022, and this is definitely a difficult one to uh, talk about, this past game against Louisville. Today, we're just going to Speak about you know what the game, uh, what the game was about. You know what we saw, what we heard, and kind of where we are right now. You know, then I'm gonna give. Uh, make sure you tune in tomorrow as well. I'm gonna give a state of the Cavaliers, uh, a speech. I reckon is what I'll call it, uh, based off of where we are for uh, s- uh, six games into the season, halfway through, and what we're you know, what we were expecting and kind of where we are. You know, we're going to do that tomorrow. But right now, we're just going to kind of uh, uh, review the the latest game, you know, which was the Louisville beatdown, which didn't start out that way. You know, this Louisville game looked like uh, the team had a new, renewed focus, and I actually felt very confident after the first couple of drives. You know, uh yes, the team did lose 34-17, but came out after the first quarter with a ten to nothing lead. And when I first saw the the offense come out, I could see that they were spirited, they were focused. Uh Coach Elliott um, you know, seemed like, you know, he was uh, you know, he had the offense and Coach Kitchens had the offense humming. But one thing that we found out about this team is we're not good enough to overcome turnovers. We had three absolutely devastating, back breaking turnovers. You know, you wonder why, you know, coaches emphasize ball security. Do not turn the ball over, you know, because it totally will kill your momentum as a team. And you know I, I i can't emphasize it enough as well during my coaching days you know if you got you know if you turn a team over you know especially two turnovers in a game it's really hard to win that that battle unless you are superior you know very uh, very superior team com- you know compared to the team that you're playing and obviously that's not the case here you know at uh University of Virginia so the Louisville team, you know, right off the bat, they had their second-string quarterback in Brock Doman, who looked like the Cavaliers had him rattled in the beginning of the year. The the defense was swarming, you know the uh, you know and, the, and it seemed like everything was kind of uh, synced up as far as what the defense were was doing. The linebackers, you know, were, were were roaming. The defensive linemen up front were uh were stuck with stuff in the run the defensive backs even um played pretty decent in the beginning of in the beginning of the uh game in the first quarter in particular uh anthony johnson who uh is from louisville, got a really nice pick and they had you know uh Brock doman on the run but I can tell you you know those uh turnovers you know you're giving the offense extra opportunity to get themselves into rhythm once you turn the ball over to them um you know i i I can i can tell you this you know i'm you know i don't want to use the word disappointed but it is disappointing to see number one the players that were successful having these kind of issues um some of the receivers are running the wrong routes they should be going a certain way not going the right way you know, maybe it's supposed to be going in and going out. I mean, it's just a lot of things. Some receivers, I saw that were in the – all kind of in the same vicinity, you know, which that's never a good thing. Whenever, you know, receivers are running routes and they're all kind of close to each other, um, that means someone ran the wrong route typically. Uh, the turnovers, I talked about that. Uh, the defense – For Louisville, you got to take your hat off to them. You know, they held the running uh, game for UVA to six yards. You know, and they sacked the the, uh, quarterback, Brendan Armstrong, six times. So let's talk about the ball security issues and what happened with that. Um, Brendan Armstrong, who is, can be a dynamic quarterback, uh, you know, have seen him be a dynamic quarterback, but. Is still at this point of the year, six games in, getting ready to go into a bye week, still trying to put a square peg in a round hole. Um, you know, with the offense, it shows that he's trying. He's trying his butt off to get comfortable and do some of the things that needs to be done, or most of the things that need to be done, in order to run this offense. But it's still not happening the way that it needs to happen for this offense to run smoothly and for them to put some points up. Like I said before, they had a ten-point lead. They they actually went down, kicked a field goal first uh, possession, second possession, scored a touchdown. You know, on a rollout, which I hadn't seen them roll like like a designated rollout uh, for Brendan Armstrong in the offense all season, and it was a touchdown. Dontavian Wicks up the left sideline. I, I, I was very ex, ex, impressed and excited about that play. I'm like, okay, if he's struggling and in, in the, in the offensive line is struggling, and you know, they're getting pressure on him, roll him out a little bit, change some of those uh, you know, those those landing points, some of those rushing angles that these defensive linemen seem to be able to get home uh at when it comes to Brendan. So they semi-roll, it was like a semi-roll kind of thing. And, you know, Brendan left-handed just threw it down the sideline, left-handed sideline into the end zone. And Dontavian just beat the guy straight out. Um and and it was great. You know, it was a great play. I said that looks very similar as far as just kind of the 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 left-handed uh ball into the corner of the end zone. It was it looked like it was just a uh, not easy pitch and catch, but it looks like it was a it was a pitching catch that you're kind of used to seeing from this combination, so you know I was curious to see why they didn't do more of that uh I was curious to uh, to see why they didn't run more screens uh because louisville they really uh tightened the screws up on this team in the second half um the screen game, I think you know possibly could have been there especially since the running game was shut down so well by them. Uh, You know, pretty much like a short screen receiver screen, um, you know, even a uh, a tight end screen, any of those kind of screens, you know, will serve as the running game for, for the offense because the uh, handing the ball off part was just shut down. And, you know, and that was non-existent on Saturday. Now, you know, if we could have looked at some things that the offense uh, didn't do well, you know, the the turnovers, you know, that that, that is pretty much what uh, did this team in and it just snowballed from there. And, you know, as it all snowballed, you know, I just kind of just had this feeling like, you know, when is this team going to, Breakout. You know, I was hoping that this would be the game that, you know, we, uh, we're we going to have the breakout. The numbers don't lie. In the past decade, over four million people have chosen Simply Safe Home Security to protect their home. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. I know because I use SimpliSafe in my own home. They protect you with cutting edge security technology powered by 24/7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. Here's why I love it. The 24 hour, uh, seven days a week coverage that they give you is absolutely top notch. The staff is unbelievable. Um, You can call them for whatever reason. If you're trying to test your system, uh, just give them a call just some of the 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 comforts that you need to feel safe at home they definitely give you that also i like the fact that they give you um you know indicators you know stickers things to put you know on your you know on your windows around your home to let people know that you are protected uh by simply safe and of course the high tech sensors that also come with the system and the security cameras that is just uh, something, some of the things that are just awesome about Simply Safe, um, you know, and I can tell you, you know, it's it's definitely a a uh, uh, it's definitely something that I think that a lot of people should definitely try to look at, you know, because once you get that safety and you kind of feel like, you know, there's things that you know are, are guarded because of the system, it's definitely worth the investment. Customize the perfect system. For your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com forward slash locked on college. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Visit simplysafe.com forward slash locked on college to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. So the safety. You know, we talk about Simply Safe. We want to talk about uh, the, you know, do you feel safe as a University of Virginia fan? I can tell you this. Based off of the attendance, you know, it was 30, I wrote it down. Was it 36,000, somewhere in that range? You know, and it was homecoming. I was really surprised that it wasn't more people, Um and maybe maybe the fans know more than what I know, more, more than what we know. Um, you know, a lot of fans didn't come to the game. I could see, you know, a lot of the fans, you know, were uh, selling their tickets during the week, giving their tickets away, um, w- w- which was disheartening to see because I felt like, you know, going into this game, you know, I think that coming home, I think the team was um, had something to prove. You know what? And and this is what it was. It started out so well for me anyway, you know, into Charlottesville. You know, I'm I'm driving on 64 and I'm looking at the most beautiful trees turning. It's, you know, the, the colors because the fall is here. Leaves are falling off the trees, but the beautiful colors are showing in Charlottesville, the, the, the air was cool, it was crisp, it was sunny, without a without a cloud in the sky, I said, what does, else does Charlottesville have to give you, I said, this is a perfect day here in Charlottesville, this, this is what you come to Charlottesville for, is the cool, crisp air, the beautiful scenery, you know, and I, I labeled it, a no excuse Saturday, you know, for the football team. There's no reason for this team not to come out here and get this victory because the city is giving uh, is, is giving the team everything that it needs from an aesthetics uh, uh, point of view, you know. Beautiful out there. Beautiful, absolutely. And it was homecoming, and I, I just – Felt like it it, it. it should have been just a, a a better outcome for the Wahoos. I get it. You know, things are still. I really thought they were further than they were, but I get it. You know, at this point where you know maybe things are worse than what we thought, and maybe that's something that we don't want to have to come to a realization about. But maybe it is. You know, and, and maybe you know the offensive coordinator and the Offensive players um, are not on track or not in rhythm. Obviously, uh, hats off to Louisville. Louisville um, stopped that run. Stop Paris Jones. stopped Mike Hollins um, running. You know, <laughs> you know he he ran and he had, he had a great running touchdown to, to to in the second half to try to get the team closer. But Louisville just kept grinding and kept tightening the screws on this offense. It's like they knew things that UVA wasn't getting ready to do. UVA, right there, that seventeen point, um, that seventeen point uh, number. They know that it's like they can't get over it. And and you know, I don't know, guys. I'm kind of baffled by it, by it, you know and you know one of the reporters in the press conference. Had said something to Coach Elliott, which I think highly ir- irritated him. I mean, he was irritated, you know, to the hills. And it was um, the question about, you know, last year here at Virginia. And you know, whenever you start a a statement off with, you know, to all, you know, you know, with all respect, you know, <laughs> when someone starts a a a a, uh, a statement off with that no disrespect, you know, something like that, you know, that is, is getting ready to be, you know, a, a statement that is a, uh, a kind of like a, a matter of factorly kind of a thing. Like, you know, this is what it's really about, or this is what I'm trying to do. And this is what he said, you know, he was saying something to the effect of that, you know, no disrespect to last year, but I'm trying to recreate a culture. I'm trying to recreate something that has nothing to do with last year and that's the problem that's what he said it's like you know they have to stop thinking as if this was last year which it's hard to do that and say that when you have not had the success they're not having success so as creatures of comfort we always revert back to what we're comfortable with or what we were good at that's the balance of what the coaches have to, you know, they have to find out, you know, how to make that balance and how to have the players comfortable. Because right now, the players are playing absolutely confused or nervous or just uneasy about what their assignments are. And this shows on the field. You know, you could obviously see that there is talent all over this all over this roster on the offensive side of the ball. And 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 I and I got to stick on the offensive side. Got to keep talking about it because that really is the issue. I think the offense would work. The defense would even work better, way better if the offense uh could could uh could get some points and and not turn the ball over. I'm not even that upset with the defense at this time at this point because when you turn the ball over three times, I mean, I was talking about the first quarter. They were up ten to nothing. Brennan, I talked about the semi roll with the touchdown in the corner. All right, first quarter's over. Third, excuse me. First quarter's over. Second quarter comes in, and they're driving again. They stop Louisville. They're driving the ball. I'm like, wow. And the guys look so focused. You know, it seem like they're you know they're trying to run the proper routes. They're trying to. Um, it was just focused. It was just like you could tell that you know they had a focus and and they had a a mission and a plan to do this right properly, you know for for one time this you know this season during this tough stretch and they're going down and Brennan has a I mean absolutely back breaking fumble. You know he's had some really 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 bad ball security issues this year and the fumble you know what's ironic about it is he got hit and i could see him try to cover it up he's covering it up and right before he hit the ground the ball comes out again you know there there's a target on brandon armstrong you know when it comes to turning the ball over and you know that that's what that's what you teach your defenses to do if you know somebody's going to put it on the carpet you give them Hell, you you try to knock the ball out every moment that you can that they're eligible to hit, and you hit for the ball. And Brendan Armstrong, you know, or you hit them to try to make them uh, drop the ball, to to fumble the ball. And Brendan Armstrong is definitely having these issues right now. Um, So when he fumbled the ball, and we were going in, we're in plus territory. I want to say we fumbled in, he fumbled in the red zone, in actuality. And that right there just totally... You could just see the energy just kind of shift around and the offense seemed to get just bogged down, you know, from there on out, the confidence in the team, uh, you know, and all the stuff that they had built, you know, all the goodwill and all the, you know, momentum just almost came to a screeching halt when Brennan fumbled. And, you know, it was almost like, not again, here we go, you know, The, you know, the things we had going on, we can just scratch that off the list and, you know, the team just, you know, the offensive side of the ball just stopped working. And, you know, you think about it, they could have got some points on that. They go up, you know, because they're in the red zone, 13, nothing, even 17, nothing, you know, it's different. But when you turn the ball over like that, that gives that team such motivation. You know, that's such a huge win for a defense when you turn a team over in the, in the uh, red zone, their red zone, and uh, you give that offense an opportunity to get back on the field. And then, you know, it, it just kept snowballing, you know. And then Louisville comes back and score, and then you get the uh, the second half, and, and, you know, Brennan comes out and, 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 and you know, does his Brennan thing, and, you know, they, they're trying to stay, you know, it's trying to get back in the rhythm, but they can never do it. They can never do it. Brendan scores on a running touchdown to keep the game, you know, to try to get the game closer or, or to try to, you know, continue to try to get the rhythm back like they had in the uh, beginning of the game just didn't happen for him. Louisville just kept on grinding. Brock Doman, and, you know, <laughs> I got to give this guy credit because we didn't even face Malik Cunningham. Malik Cunningham was out uh, in concussion protocol, which when that happened, I know a lot of folks were saying, this should be a win for UVA, which is why I deemed Saturday a no-excuse Saturday. There's no reason for them not to win. And it looked like they had him rattled, and he didn't look like that kind of a quarterback. But, you know, when he – it was fourth and one or fourth and two, and when he faked – the handoff, you know, and our defensive ends crashed. Both of them on the, on each side crashed and did not honor the, the, the quarterback pulling on that read option, and he pulled. You could see the fans were fooled, and everybody yelled in excitement. And then you wait another second, you didn't hear a whistle, and the man is running, you know, uh, <laughs> for a touchdown. I mean, down the field by himself. And, and I think, you know, the team team's confidence just went downhill, and, and it just got really bad by, from there. Um, you know, then, of course, we had a couple turnovers. After that, Brendan threw a couple of interceptions. One of them was absolutely horrible. He threw one towards the sidelines, almost like he threw it straight up and was hoping to get it out of bounds, but it was more straight up than out. And one of their guys just made a hell of an interception. Uh, on the sideline you know it's almost like a punt he was catching a punt and got his feet down but Brennan you know same thing you know he needs to throw the ball away just get it out of there you know don't don't even you know give his team or even the other team an opportunity to catch the ball when the play is over just get it over the line of scrimmage and just get it out of bounds so those are some of the things that the team could not overcome, man, just the turnovers, the energy went the opposite way. we're not a good enough team to overcome those kind of turnovers, and when we have three of them like that you put the defense um you know in a position where they're going back on the field, you know sure it was thirty four points but i could I can't even get upset at them based off of um what positions they put the offense that put them in and they played really well in the beginning, but they just got tired, you know, got, you know, ground out for the most part. And, you know, give it to Louisville, give it up for Louisville for making the, the plays when they had to, that's what we're having issues with. We're not making plays when we have to. And, you know, whenever you have that kind of a situation going on, you know, you're you're not going to win games. You know, your playmakers, our best players are not, Making the plays when they need to be played. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season. Find all the latest developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in depth articles and access on every game you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up to the minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check out all of your favorite games, events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to betonline.net to use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online, where the game starts. So, yeah, as we, you know, continue on into this season, we have a bye week this week coming up, Wahoo fans. And, you know, that press conference, if you get an opportunity to hear the press conference, go hear it. Because Coach Elliott was definitely um, irritated. And that's something that, uh, uh you know, you, you can feel and hear the frustration coming from him. And... You know, it's a—it's uh, not something that is not uh, is not expected at this point of the year. But Wahoo's two and four, you know, two and four, and as you're two and four, you know, you might as well just go ahead and just throw the bowl season away. You know, they, I mean, they have to go in here and win four games. They have to win four games to even become bowl eligible. You know, I mean, we thought that we had that in the bag. I don't care who you are. If you knew this offense you had coming back, you would at least thought for sure that you had at least a bowl game in the bag this year. That's not a definite with this stretch of games coming up. First six games, two and four. Think about this. The next six games after this bye week, you come back, you play Georgia Tech, not a given. OK, Georgia Tech beat Pittsburgh, you know, but it's not a given, you know, they've in in they're going to Atlanta. So they'll be in uh state of Georgia playing on the road. Not a given. Uh, then you think about. The uh, the games after that, you have a North Carolina game, you have a. Miami game, you have Pittsburgh, you have Coastal Carolina, you have, you know, Virginia Tech. All those games, UVA is going to, you know, not be uh, looked at as the favorite. So where do we go from here, guys? You know, I'm, I'm going to, you know, let you guys know that I will be doing a State of the Cavaliers tomorrow. So make sure, you know, for the midway point, I'll talk about the offense the defense, the disappointments, you know, and we'll talk about the special teams on all those, uh, you know, and how I feel about each position. That way you guys kinda understand, you know, how I kind of came up with the evaluation and kind of how I feel and where I am with the team. But it's been definitely a, a roller coaster, a rocky road, more downs and ups, you know, and I'm surprised at that this part of the season. Since we haven't even hit the meat of the season as far as, you know, some of the better teams uh that are in, you know out there that we're getting ready to play in conference. So um it's gonna be interesting guys. Stay on for the ride. <laughs> you know I, I you know I don't know. There's gonna be some more some more things to talk about. I don't wanna, you know, release the Kraken, but I said this was a uh this was a no excuse Saturday and you know the crowd is fickle and we're seeing that right now. You know and, you know, they, they got to turn it around somehow. And I don't know if they'll be able to do it. And I'm not confident, you know, in what I'm seeing right now. But we'll see how this thing rolls. You got a week to to cleanse yourself of these losses and to straighten some things out. And, you know, I was hoping to see an explosion this Saturday. You know, this, this much talent there has to be. Uh. An explosion somewhere coming soon, but didn't happen this Saturday, but make sure you guys tune in tomorrow and hear my state of the Cavaliers halfway through the year. Midway report. This has been Big Law, Lawrence Johnson on Locked On, Virginia. And thank you for making me your first listen of the day.